Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Ah, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today on Real Ghost Stories Online, who was the lady in black her grandmother kept seeing? This is Real Ghost Stories Online. Share your real ghost stories with us. You can call them in at 855-853-4802, or you can write them in at realghoststoriesonline.com. 
and you could become a premium subscriber. And with that, there's no commercials. You get advanced episodes. You get access to the archive. So you can sign up today through Apple Podcasts. If you want to do that, you can try it three days free. Or you can sign up through patreon.com slash real ghost stories or at ghostpodcast.com. I'm Carol Hughes and Harper's with me today. How is hello, your hello, life? Hello, Is your life good? Yeah. Everything good? School good? Grades yeah, good? Great. What are the grades like? Grades are good? Yeah, grades are great, actually. It was funny because Harper and I haven't talked for a while and until we were recording these episodes today. And it was like, you told me, I'm still, I'm glad that you're still just average and you're not exceeding anybody's expectations. Oh, yeah. You're right. As long as we don't exceed expectations, we can't let anybody down, right? Yeah. So if we just continue on our averageness, on our quest to be average. Oh, my God. So when you're in high school, and they used to do this in the yearbook, it would be like, Voted most likely to succeed. I don't think they do that anymore. But it'd be funny if you said, most average girl in the graduating class of what year do you graduate? I think it's like 2031. 2031. Oh, my God. Or, 20, no, or 2032 almost. Maybe not. So, the most average girl from the class of 2032. Harper. That would make <laughs> me laugh. <laughs> I know in some yearbooks, I think they still do this, where like you can have like quotes. I don't do that. I don't think they do that in my elementary school, but I think that like more so happens like in like high school to middle school. I'm not sure when it happens. Um, but if I put, could put like a quote under mine, it would probably be never exceed expectations and you won't let anybody down. <laughs> See, I think that everybody should strive to be a little more average. Because like, how are you going to let somebody down if you never exceeded their expectations? So they just have like really like low expectations. And then when you do exceed their expectations, they're like, oh, Harper, didn't know you had it in you. Very good. And then they just go back to, you know, she's okay. You know, cause she's if, all right. Yeah, because if you're like the most popular girl in class, doesn't a lot of pressure go with that? Do you really want that? Like, yeah, I don't. I don't. I just, it's like you got to have all the right outfits. Your hair's got to be just so. You got to be posting all kinds of pictures of yourself. Like, eh, do I? I just, you know, I think my pets are way more interesting than me. So on social media, it's lots of pictures of animals. The dog I have in my room right now is, is has so much attitude. His name's Brody. Um, I don't post much about him on my TikTok, but... He he's the sassiest dog you will ever meet. See, and mine, my new one is the loviest dog I have ever had in my life. Like loves everybody, everything. You know, I could be I could run out to the mailbox to get my mail and come back in. Oh my god. I am so happy to see you again. You've been gone for at least 30 seconds. That is so cute. (laughs) I, I really want to meet him now. Oh, he's adorable, little Benji. Back to the conversation in a second. Uh, If you have not finished your holiday shopping yet, do not panic. There's still time to find incredible original gifts with the help of Uncommon Goods. Yes, UncommonGoods.com. I'm Tony Bruschi. I love this site. I love what they offer. It has the absolute best gifts for everyone in your life. We're talking moms, dads, teens, in-laws, besties. You're one and only. 
It's not the stuff you can find just anywhere. Uncommon Goods has unique creative gifts, often handmade by independent artists and makers, which I think makes it a very unique site for getting exactly what they say, Uncommon Goods. Skip the gifts that scream last minute or... Uh, this was in a shipping container for the last seven months coming from some country that we don't know the name of. Go to UncommonGoods.com. Yeah. And you can get amazing products, amazing gifts that are high quality, unique, and often, like I said, handmade or even made right here in the U.S. They're the most meaningful, out-of-the-ordinary gifts anywhere. From art, jewelry, kitchen, home bar, Uncommon Goods is something for everyone. I just found the coolest cocktail smoker I've ever seen for making old fashions. I, I love those. They're my like favorite kind of old timey drink. Uh, and this smokes them. It's really cool. There's so many neat things on this site. To get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com slash ghost. That's uncommongoods.com slash ghost for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon Goods, we're all out of the ordinary. I'm going to read a story. How about that? Yeah. Play some ambient music. Says my name is Jenny. I'm from Las Vegas. I would like to start off by saying I absolutely love your show. It's addicting, and you guys are awesome. No, let me correct Jenny. We're average. We're average. <laughs> we are average. Um, it says I'm extremely interested in the paranormal due to many experiences I have had in my life. I'm 32 years old, but I have had many strange things happen to not only myself but my whole family. As for me, it started very young. I have many stories, but I will start with one that I wish I had answers to and I think of more often than I probably should. So I'll start off with a little backstory. My grandparents retired from the Air Force in the 70s and settled into a creepy little town in Texas. And being from Vegas, our parents would ship me and my three sisters off to spend summers with them. Their house was always kind of creepy, in the country and on lots of acres of land. I've never seen such darkness until I went there. I always felt like something was out there in the shadows watching. We would always hear weird noises and things run through the house because we would feel like something was on our heels. So now you kind of have an, an idea, so let's jump ahead. My grandmother got sick in 2007, something she had hidden from the family until she couldn't any longer and needed help. So I moved in to help her with anything she needed, cooking, laundry, and so on. And I would tell her about even as an adult, I was always so scared of the house and my heart would beat a mile a minute just looking out the window at night or too scared to throw the trash out. She always said, no, it's in my head. I knew it wasn't, but eventually she sat me down and told me she was hearing people talking in the house and hearing her name called. So this pretty much freaked me out even more. Kind of made myself and my sister feel less crazy about our personal experiences around the house and land, which I have tons of stories, which I will save for a later time. My grandmother would tell me that she sometimes would see a woman in a black dress standing out in the hall, but wouldn't come any closer when my grandmother would tell her to come closer. Ooh, that's brave. Could you do Gosh. that? See a woman in black standing there and you go, come here, <laughs> come here, get a come little here. bit closer. Come some cookies. <laughs> I'd, like to, I'd like to see you up close. <laughs> I guess that's something a grandmother might do. I don't know. Like, I can never see my grandmother doing that. I'm telling you right now. I mean, I could not do that. 
I would be like, oh my God, I'm old. I got to run. <laughs> Let me grab my no, walker. No, you really can't. I got to go as fast as I can with my walker. Oh my God. I think it's crazy. Uh, let's see. It says, mind you, my grandmother passed away at 76. So not old enough to be losing it or blind. So when she would tell me these things, I 100% believed her. I, she assumed I had company. Eventually, she was put into a nursing home, and I was there every chance I had. She continued to tell me that she would see this woman in a black dress. She didn't recognize her or would the woman speak, but over time, this woman would get closer and closer. One day, she told me something new and said the woman has a little boy with her now. They both stand in the doorway just staring at her. Of course, I comforted her as much as I could, but what could I really say? Anyway, my grandmother was a very religious person. She prayed daily and would watch Mother Angelina on TV all the time. We even had our own altar in the house. She soon began to say how scared she was to die. She would cry and start to become very afraid of this woman and child she would see. She'd claim to hear her mom's voice and smell flowers quite often. She ended up going into a coma as her organs started shutting down and then passed while I walked out to use the restroom like she'd been waiting to be alone to pass. I'm not sure. I'm going to interject right here. Um, a lot of people in that situation, when they're literally on their deathbed, they will do that. When the person leaves the room, then they die. I've heard just, of that. Like when I was working at the hospice, that happened all the time. Really? I wonder mm -hmm. how. I just think they don't want to burden the person with, you know, maybe they think it'll be too traumatizing for it to happen right in front of them. But I don't think it would be any less traumatizing to walk back in and find them past. I, I think, I don't know, when my dad died, I was there. And yeah. I wouldn't change that for a second. So I don't know. I, I, th I think that's really interesting. But that's something that happens all the time with people who are dying. They just wait. Really? That's... You know, because even like when I was working at the hospice, we had some meetings and there was people, you know, hanging on there. And I remember one day in a meeting, somebody said, well, maybe the, whoever the caregiver was, the wife or someone needs to leave for a little bit. And it could happen while the person's gone. Like that was brought up in a meeting. Because wow. the nurse was like, I don't know why this person's hanging on. So it's interesting. So it says, after family had came and crowded the nursing home, we all took our turn to be alone to say our goodbyes before they took her. When it came to my turn, I went in and knelt down beside her, held her hand, and I told her I loved her. And sorry if I was ever a little shit growing up bawling my eyes out, not talking at this time, just sitting there holding her hand. Then suddenly I felt two hands that had a lot of pressure on my shoulders from behind me. I jumped up and ran out screaming. By the end of the evening, I've come to learn that my family is haunted and most of us in the family are sensitive, which explains the whole life with the paranormal. I'm curious if the woman was death coming from my grandma, but then who was the little boy? The people she would hear in her house. Who the heck grabbed my shoulders? 
This was a hard time for me losing her. We were extremely close and a family member lives in my grandparents' house now and we are told the house is still active and my grandma can be seen and heard in the house to this day. My grandmother is not the only one there. There's been others and children have been seen as well. What do you guys think? I'd appreciate any feedback. And I can always write back in with more experiences I've had there in that house. And oddly enough, every house I've lived in, if you guys would like to hear. Thanks for all you do. Talk again soon. Take care, Jenny. I am absolutely 100% sending more stories. I love to hear all of them. please. But another thing I about passing is a lot of times when people get to that point where they're getting very sick they do see people or loved ones that have passed. So I kind of wonder if it was that. But I wonder I wonder how it suddenly changed from just the woman in black that was like, I'm sorry, if I see like a woman like just in a black dress, that's like extremely, it, that's going to be scary to me. Yes. Like, yes. No matter how you phrase it, like, oh, she had a warm smile. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a woman in black that shouldn't be there. I don't care if she's got a warm smile. Yeah, it shouldn't be there. Um, but I do, I do wonder, like, like, was it a family member? If so, who was it? That's, I just want to know more. And I wonder, could it have been a, a grandparent, like her mother or somebody? And, you know, when you think back... You know, like if her grandmother's mother, her great-grandmother, or a great-great-grandmother, if they're in mourning, they would have been wearing black. And maybe yeah. the little boy could have been a brother, or maybe this grandmother had a son that passed. Maybe there, you know, maybe there's somebody in the family. Maybe it's just family secrets. Maybe we'll never know. I want to know. And here's another question. So say you go through that experience, which is traumatizing. Losing a loved one is really, really, really hard. Yeah. And you want to have a connection with them. You know, you miss them so desperately when they're gone. But do you want to see them? So like the family member that lives in the house now, it says the grandma can still be seen and heard in the house to this day. I don't know that I'd be comfortable with that. I don't think I would be either. I mean, it's like, Grandma, you're gone. You, what are you doing here? How are you here? In what laws of science? How could you be? You're defying everything. I don't, I just don't, I don't think I'd be comfortable with that. Yeah. It's like, okay, you can be background if you want to just kind of be a guardian angel and pop in, you know, if something bad's getting ready to happen and save the day. But I don't know that I'd want to see my grandma just kind of hanging out and hear her. Because it would make me think she's not at peace. Yeah. It's like, isn't there a better place for you to be? We'll be fine. Yeah. Is that just like roaming around? I think that's when I would call in somebody and say, can we help my grandmother? She's still here. She should be resting in at peace. Just doesn't seem peaceful. Yeah. What would you do? I'd call on a priest. I would. I'd be like, and I ain't living in grandma's house anymore. 
Oh, I'd still live in the. I'd still live in the house. I just, I just want to would want to call the priest. Let's try to get Grandma out of here. Yeah, but I would like to hear more. Like, I would like to find out if other people have had experiences with Grandma and who are the. It says my grandmother's not the only one there. Who else is there? What's going on in the house? I'd like to know. What's the history on the house? Yes, That's what I'd, I'd yeah. like to know. But I do believe that you can. I believe in it's two ways. Like you can be sensitive and no one else in your family is. Or I do believe like you can, your mom, your grandmother, I've heard so many stories of it just kind of being everyone in the family kind of is sensitive. Yeah. Which I find interesting. Let's go to our next story. I moved in an old farmhouse in Faultville, Alabama. I heard that behind there, there used to be a place called the Freaky Place. There was a man, he was a slave owner. His name was Mr. Freaky. And to this day, the barn was still kind of standing. Well, we had heard all about it, and I lived in that farmhouse. So one night, we decided to walk down there. Well, me, one of my friends, and her brother, we walked down there. And as we walked down the trail, it just kind of got a weird feeling. And as we get there, she just freezes up and just like starts falling on the ground and shaking. And the whole time I'm trying to get her up and she won't get up. So finally I pick her up and we just take off and you can feel someone behind you as if they was chasing you. Well, before this, my daughter, who was like seven years old at the time, had spent the night with me at the farmhouse. And she had came to my bedroom crying, saying that she had seen an old man with a top hat staring at my windows that night when she had fell down and started rolling back in her head. And when we finally got her to, I asked her what was going on. And she said it felt like some old man with a top hat had carried her in the top of that barn and there was all kind of slave girls in there, and he was trying to mess with her and do bad things with her. Her son had came and stayed with us after this, and he was having night terrors. And he would start crying in the middle of the night. And finally, one night, we asked him what was wrong, and he said there was a man with a top hat who kept trying to take me away. So this place in Faultville, Alabama, is a weird place. I ended up moving out because I would go in to get a shower and when I would go get a shower, my laundry room was on my back porch. When I would go to the back porch and come back in, all of my cabinet doors would be open. Well, I would think nothing of it. I would shut them all back and I would go get in the shower. When I got out of the shower, they would all be open again. And we have pictures where we just went and took in the dark and you can see like just random faces in this house and stuff. And some of them, a man with a top hat. It was a very weird experience. I ended up moving and I will never go back to this place again. Okay, that one was terrifying in a number of different ways. One thing I found interesting was the man in the top hat. I know like... A lot of people back then, like, had, like, top hats, but it, I just found it, like, kind of funny, because earlier on, we had a story with a shadow person with a top hat. 
Um, but the part where the girls are getting drawn like to the barn and there's and there's these girls like trying to do some bad things like with her, I just don't like that part. Well, it, yeah, it feels like whoever the spirit is was a really horrible person in real life. It yeah. might have really done some really bad things and is continuing to try to do that still. Like beyond, yeah. And I tell you, just one time, and I know it was my roommate who did it. He said he didn't, but I know he did. Um, I walked into my kitchen, and all of the cabinet doors were open. It freaked me out because it was so unexpected. And just to see, and nobody's in the house, just you and all of the cabinet doors are open. And I know he did it. But How did you know? Oh, because he would do stuff like that, and then he would always deny it. Like, one night he had this, like, a wig head where you would put a wig on it. He was an actor. And I was laying in bed reading, and I had my window open a little bit, and I heard this scratching on my window, which scared the crap out of me. And I looked over, and there was that wig head. (laughs) So Scary, Carol. It looked really, really, really creepy, and I'm and I screamed, and then he started laughing. So that's the kind of roommate he was. So, so after that story, you can see why I would go. I know it was him who did it. Did you ever get him back? You know, I tried. I could never. I was never as good at it as he was. I just wasn't. But I did try. But that whole thing is creepy. Where the other kids seeing the man in the top hat and the yeah. cabinet doors are opening and I'm glad he moved because I, I just would be too. I think there are certain places that that's just evil. And that from the sound of that and the way he told the story, it just sounds evil. Yeah. There's one thing about living with activity. You know, I've talked to people and they're like, well, they feel it's a child, a playful spirit or it's the woman who lived there and she likes to watch over the house you know that feels protective and nurturing and caring this guy no i got the feeling he was a bad guy in life and has really not changed anything i wonder what the process of selling a house like that you know and i think it depends on the state because i do think that there there's a couple states that if you have a haunted house you have to disclose it Let's see. He lives in Alabama. And let's see. If your house is haunted in Alabama, do you have to disclose it? Let's see what pops up. No. Not required to disclose anything, but agents can't obscure the truth if asked. This is interesting. In Alabama, the law follows the principle of caveat emptor, which means that sellers are not required to disclose any defects to buyers, which includes information about the property's history, including whether it is haunted or not. Therefore, if your house is haunted in Alabama, the seller is not legally obligated to disclose this information to you. Wow. But then it does say, but agents can't obscure the truth if asked. So I guess I guess you need to ask. Oh. Any defects. So if you have a real ghost story, share it with us. Call in anytime. It's 855-853-4802. 
Write in if you want to, realghoststoriesonline.com. You can become a premium subscriber. You get ad-free versions of the shows, advanced episodes, and access and access to the archive. Sign up through Apple Podcasts or patreon.com slash realghoststories or at ghostpodcast.com. And for all of us here at Real Ghost Stories Online, thanks for listening. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.